Hey, this is Harmonious Gentlemen, Episode 3. My name's Chris Kuman. I'm Tyler Captain, And I'm Graham Langridge. Hey, one thing we're trying to do with the podcast is model civil discourse. So you're going to hear us talking about things that we find interesting, maybe things from media or current events that are kind of important to us. And we just want to flesh that out, talk about it, hear a few different points of view, and yeah, come to a bit of an agreement around them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we've listened to your feedback and we've thought about the format of the podcast. And I think we're going to stick to three segments tonight. And uh, we're going to start with something called I Recommend, um, which is what it sounds like. And then we'll discuss a main topic. And then we'll end with the very popular confessions. Right. So um, we will get into our main topic a little bit later, which will be on marijuana and the legalization of it and the use of it and any other issue we bring up. But first, let's jump into my favorite segment, recommendations. No, actually, no. I recommend. I recommend. I recommend. What's the segment called, Tyler? I recommend. Sorry, can I do that again? Okay, let's yeah. just get started with our first <laughs> segment. I recommend. Is that a lowercase i? Mm. Capital R. Uh, that seems kind of cheesy, like mm. iCarly. Or... Anyway, I, I recommend. All right, for my I recommend... Um, I'm going to do things a little different from last time. Last time, I think I recommended a trailer and the first 20 minutes of a movie. This time, I'm going to recommend a little more than that. Um, British or uh, crime procedurals on Netflix. Um, I started with Broadchurch, which takes place in England. Broadchurch. Broadchurch. Um, Then I watched Shetland, which takes place in Scotland. Shetland. And I needed... uh, I definitely needed subtitles for that one, but it's pretty good. And now I'm on to Hinterland, which takes place in Wales. Oh, and uh, covering the whole UK. Yeah, and that's kind of why I like it, because you see just the like the scenery is awesome. Um, the pacing is it's different. It's slower. The, the, the detectives don't carry guns into dangerous situations, which is interesting. Mm. Um, why run? is it interesting in this day and age? Why? Why? Yeah, I don't. I can't put my finger on it. No. Do they ride ponies? <laughs> no. Oh, Shetland, you'd think. I can second your recommendation here because my wife and I watched Broadchurch and it was really good. So yes. this isn't like last week. You can actually go watch this. You're gonna like. Yeah, it. Yeah. You don't just don't base all. <laughs> don't say, oh, this is Tyler's recommendation. Yeah. Don't do this one. But yeah. yeah, good acting. Yeah, it's fresh. It's good. That's cool. Yeah, I'll have to check out. Yeah, I know. I've heard you talk about Broadchurch a lot. That's time to watch it. Um, here's a book you should read. It's called Andre the Giant Life and Legend by Box Brown, the graphic novelist. He's a, both an illustrator and a writer, and he does a great job exploring the life of Andre the Giant, larger than life, and what a cool story he has. Uh, yeah, really readable, pretty quick read. How much was the Princess Bride stuff? Yeah, it, about four pages. Cool. Oh, really? Sweet. Yeah, that's, that's it's kind of neat. Just yeah him meeting with different characters from that and everybody loved him and yeah he could drink a lot yeah yeah that's what i've heard box brown andre the giant awesome graphic novel i'm gonna go with a documentary this week everybody all right it's called the barkley marathon and uh it's about one of the hardest marathons uh in the world i said tennessee i think it's tennessee inspired by the guy who killed martin luther king he was in prison he escaped with some people into the woods around this prison they only got about eight miles in their run. Cops found him eventually. Someone said, man, that's pathetic. I can do better than that. Hmm. He created a marathon based on that. It's a five-loop marathon. Each loop is over 20 miles. Uh, night and day, 60-hour time limit. Crazy stuff. Yeah, It's just crazy what these guys put themselves through. And, like, and, you know, there's, like, I think 35 start every year, and, like, over half are done within one of the loops. Like, one. Hmm. Guys will come back after one and say, nope, I'm done. And it's interesting that it's in loops. Like, yeah. that would be hard to... Well, and you have to do two the same direction, then two the other direction, and then the last one you sort of pick or rotates. So, and were you like inspired to run a marathon? Not a marathon, but definitely inspired to do things that hurt, like mm. to do things because that's, you know, and we've talked about things like that before, where like if there's no challenge, it's not really worth doing. 
But this is just seeing that in real life, and these guys are just h- hardcore, and they're putting themselves through hell. And then when they're done, you just you're you're just so respectful of what they did. You can't believe what they pulled mm. off. So yeah, um, I I, I want to watch it again. Actually, it was awesome. Barkley Marathon. Barkley Marathon. Yeah. Cool. All right. So there's our recommendation for the week. Tyler, you recommended. Um, just UK British um, crime dramas on Netflix. Chris. Yeah, any Box Brown graphic novel, but specifically Andre the Giant. And the Barkley Marathon documentary on Netflix. All right, guys, good recommendations. We're going to move into our main topic now. We're going to talk about some marijuana, which uh, we are all, well, I wouldn't say experts, but we know what it is. (laughs) That's true, we do. Right. I just learned what 420 means the other day. What does it mean? Well, I think it's... I actually don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's the police code. Uh, if you for... know what 420 means, please email us. Yeah. At... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is our email again, Chris? We just remind people. So it's can... harmoniousgentleman at gmail.com. Please email us. You might be the first, and it would be... You so... would be the first. It would be amazing to hear from any of you. Um, anyway. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter as well. Just look, At harmoniousgents, look... I believe. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. We'll look forward to hearing from you guys. Okay, up next, Marijuana. Is it a thing? Well, it's a thing, but here we go. (laughs) Here we are, and we're talking today about marijuana. Kind of the buzzword in Canada right now, because we know that the plan is by July 1st, the federal government plans to legalize, decriminalize yeah, legalize marijuana. Uh, there's still a lot of questions about that. What's the age limit going to be? The provinces look like they're going to have a lot of power in making some of those decisions. But what is that going to mean for parents of teens and for teachers and for people in their own recreational use? Uh, how's that all going to happen? And yeah, I think there's a lot of questions surrounding that. What are some of the things you guys are thinking about? What, what kind of questions come to mind um, when you hear that that could be legalized? Uh, for you? Like what's sort of up in the air? Well, I actually haven't thought a ton about it. It doesn't concern me a ton in either direction, but I think, yeah, I I think you guys might be more informed on it. So I'm actually hoping to learn a little bit from you guys about, about this side of things, like the, the actual legalization of it. I have some opinions about about like the recreational use of it, even if it was legal, but yeah, like uh, I get, I've heard some arguments, but I'm not strong on either side. Yeah, I, I, uh, growing up, I, I just sort of what they told you in school. You know, it's, it's, it's dangerous. It's a gateway drug. It's dangerous. It'll wreck your brain. All that kind of stuff. I just sort of, yep, yeah, that's what I thought. Um, and I was telling Chris earlier today, like I talked with my uncle uh, years ago, who was an RCMP officer, and um, certainly. Uh, made me realize that maybe maybe there was another way to look at it that that maybe uh, you know there's a lot of people who don't believe it should be um illegal and ever since then i've been thinking about it lots and yeah i don't know i i i'm not one of the people who are worried about this change like i'm i'm i don't yeah. think i'm worried at all like i think there's questions but do i have like fear like i don't i don't have any yeah. fear about this no i think if mm. even if you just use netflix as like a measuring stick of what people are interested in uh, learning about, talking about, just the number of documentaries about legalization, about it being illegal and what that meant in the past, prohibition kind of style times, uh, and the drug trade, like just how... Sicario. Yeah, Sicario. Good recommendation. And Well, and that's the... It feels like we're all... Like that stuff's always on kind of part of the common lexicon. Yeah. Right, but like growing up, it was always an illegal drug like yeah. i knew it was the not as bad as other things but it's hard to change your impression of it like it's always been illegal mm-hmm. right and like um so that'll be i think for kids and stuff they they didn't grow up with that but i know for me like it's it's a little bit weird that something that was illegal mm-hmm. my whole life basically well what my whole life yeah. is now all of a sudden and will, will that ever happen again in our lives? Something like that? that right. That was illegal is now not? I, don't, I can't think of anything. Right. right? Like, and will it ever go the other way? Like, will there ever be something that was... Yeah. Like, 
legal all of a sudden be cut off. Yeah. And maybe that would be more traumatic. I don't know. Well, prohibition, I think if you... If you're old enough. You're old enough to remember. <laughs> I think one of us is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Boardwalk Empire, another really good show about that. But yeah, I, th- I think once it's legalized, I, I, I don't think you can go back, right? Really? I mean, it's tough. Right. Yeah. Tyler, you said like it was kind of the least of the least dangerous of drugs. Like I for sure grew up knowing it was illegal, but it was probably like the the least dangerous or the least nasty of the things you could do. Right. I don't know why I had that impression or who told me that, but that's sort of the I didn't have that at all. I nope. put all drugs in the same category. Drugs bad. Yeah. Drugs equals bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah alcohol too. I was I was pretty yeah. All that I was just it was, in my mind it was all the same thing. And where did that come from? Like, was that your parents telling you that? That's a good question. I don't know. My friends, um, I don't know. Well, just not knowing maybe what, like the knowing enough about it. Yeah, yeah, ignorance. Right? And I would have been the same. Yeah. Like until I was a bit older. Well, and like official school programs, right? Like yeah. dare and all that. Like it's 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 a it it was the gateway drug. Yeah. Right. right. That was the big thing with pot. You know, it will lead to worse things. Yeah. I fully believe that. Believed that. I don't anymore. Right. I think there's, yeah, that's a causation correlation thing too, where probably people who do try harder drugs did try marijuana first. Yeah. But whether or not it led to that. Yeah. The DARE so, program, by the way, is basically completely not in operation anymore in the United States because, in fact, students who went through it were more likely to try <laughs> drugs and alcohol. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, and not less. Well, I remember in the nineties, like some rock bands and or punk bands would be wearing these Dare T-shirts. <laughs> ironically, oh boy, yeah. right? and like yeah. it was. Yeah. Well, what do we tell our kids now? We're all teachers. We all teach high school. A kid in high school comes up to you and says, "You know, hey, morally, what, what, what can I can I smoke pot? Would you have a problem well, with that if I smoke pot?" Well, well how about after it's legalized? But will it be legalized? Like, it won't be legal for them. No, okay. That's true. What if they say, hey, when I turn 19, if that's the age, morally, Mr. Captain, would you have a problem with me smoking pot? Huh. Um, I mean, it, it's easy to compare it to alcohol for me. Like, um, and if, this, and so maybe I would start with that, like, in, in as I walk through this, like, um, if a kid were to come to me and say, do you have a problem with me going out and having a beer on my 18th birthday? Like I wouldn't have a problem with that. So I guess in the same way, I wouldn't have a moral problem with it, but yeah, I do have some, and I don't know if this is the time to talk about, but like even with alcohol, I'd be, that is like a, there are some tensions there where, yeah. um, yeah, it's not a easy thing like especially for 18 and 19 year olds but i think my concern would always be and i know i remember my mom having this discussion with me anytime you use anything that can change your own inhibitions whether that's like alcohol is the easy one to think of because there's a level where you can handle so much before you're really not going to do anything different than you would have if you weren't drinking but there comes a point where you've drank too much and now uh, you're likely or you know more likely to do something that you wouldn't have done before or less likely to stop yourself from doing something that otherwise you would think would be unsafe or um, inappropriate what i'm right. what i don't know about with drugs is where's that level like as soon right. as you take a drug have you already crossed that level or is there like a threshold where a well, few yeah and like would coffee be considered a, well or even sugar that? or right yeah. or yeah, well, does coffee impact our behavior or our choices? Maybe slightly, but... Right, and like, I think all those things in of themselves are not sinful, right? right? Like, I don't see alcohol as sinful in itself, but like you mentioned, like, it can, it can make it easier to sin, and I think uh, drugs could be the same. Um, but I know that other things, like candy or coffee like those alter your state of mind and there's sins connected to that too like yeah so are those just like the the acceptable right things that we <laughs> take part in
So what are some of the arguments against legalizing it? Like, okay. why wouldn't, like, why, why would people why get upset we? about it? Uh, people get upset. I've heard a few arguments. One of them is, uh, is, uh, traffic drivers driving under the influence. Right, that's a, right. that's a big one. Big. We haven't really figured out a way to, you, there's no breathalyzer for it. There is a saliva test, but that can, that can, you know. Do you think the legalization is contingent on that being ready? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't, I mean, there's states in yeah. the United States yeah, where they right. haven't really figured that out in yeah. that way. Um, so that's one. I think physical health, like, the, you know, if you're smoking, uh, we're right. legalizing something else that you can inhale. And I know there's other ways to ingest marijuana, but um, yeah, it's not good. And I think there are some links to mental health. And I don't know how accurate those studies are. And there's probably way more that needs to be done. And it's probably complicated, but I know right. there are links to people who, who have either developed mental health issues or who already have existing mental health issues and, and, and use marijuana and there's a bad correlation. And I guess if there's some gray areas or some like uncertainty, that would be enough of an argument against it for some people, right? Like if we're not sure if it's healthy or not, yeah. Yeah, why are like we, why are we legalizing this? it? Yeah. So I guess that's the next question. Like what are the reasons for our government to legalize it? Right. Cha-ching. Yeah, tax revenue. Um, maybe, maybe just the cost effectiveness of of arresting people for marijuana is not effective. I Which mean, I guess, like, are people are police officers doing that anyway? Well, maybe not in Canada. Like, when you see much. how prevalent it already is, who's getting arrested for smoking pot? You look at the sort of war on drugs since the '80s, and I don't think anybody would argue that it's done anything to curb the use of drugs, the available availability of drugs. So, so maybe just a mentality shift where it's like, we're not going to treat it like a criminal. Like we'll treat users as like a medical thing, like an addiction. And if you, you know, maybe, maybe people are just saying, look, if you are in your home and you want to smoke pot on your own, the government shouldn't have a say in that, but it's kind of like a... Which I would argue is the case already in Canada. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, for sure. So maybe the government's just saying, look, it's kind of already this way. Yeah. Why are we wasting all this time and money? Let's right. just and say, now they can make some money off of it, taxing it. Yeah. You got to think that's on the top of the list there for yeah. another revenue. Graham, you've you've delved into this a little, but in other places in the States where they have legalized, what what is it looking like in terms of... Like, I realize that the revenue for taxes is way up, but mm-hmm. what about, like, the black market of marijuana? Has that just kind of gone away? Um, yeah, I don't think the day... It's only been a few years in, in most days. I mean, I, I, there's not a ton of data that I found about that. There is a little bit that suggests that it's curbed it a little bit. Like, it's not as prevalent anymore. Like, I think there's still a market for it, but I, I think for pot in particular, I, I think it's hurting hurting those guys, for sure. I'd, I'd read something that talked about how the THC levels in marijuana that people are using currently is up to 20 times higher than it was in, I think, 1990 was the year they used. Yeah. So I guess would that would the stuff that's legalized be that potent? Would there be like a... I think so. I think the variety that you can obtain is huge. Quality. Any, right. qual- yeah, and, and, it's, and it's safe, right? I mean, if I, if I was a pot smoker... And I could buy it from a guy in the corner or getting it in a store that's like regulated. Of course, I'm going to go to the store, right? Like, who wouldn't? I mean, maybe there's a point there to be made where it's like it's not as strong. I don't think that's the case, though. I think there's strains and kinds you can get. Like, I could, that's the only way I could see the black market actually. Either it's so expensive in a store because of taxes Mm -hmm. that it, like, it's like moonshine. I don't know. Do we have moonshiners? (laughs) But (laughs) yeah. Ty? What do you think, Ty? Well, well, I'm wondering about, like, we're talking about this black market. Like, are they just going to find something else? Like, they'll realize, okay, people aren't going to buy weed from us anymore. Um, so let's sell what's the next gateway drug we can get people in. Um, and are there some, I think about some of our students or or people who are just drawn to things because they are illegal, mm-hmm. right? Like, I want, like, some kids feel feel bad or feel cool because they smoke weed but are, are we taking that away and now they're going to find something else like i is that a, such a small i wonder though if the argument like you could say the same thing about alcohol because it's illegal for them because they're not 18 right, right? So, so it's will, still illegal for them to consume so will marijuana, the drug I'm dealers assuming. just start pushing something else 
Yeah. Right on high school kids. Instead of right now, the easy sell is weed. Is it going to yeah. be something? But else? will those kids be interacting with those people as much now? Like, that, but they still can't get it. Sure, but I mean, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's a good. Uh, yeah. How do kids get alcohol? I didn't. I didn't drink anything in high school, so I don't know. You guys are yeah. booze hounds. Booze <laughs> hounds, also bootleggers. Yeah, you, known for doing Chris. You that. had a moonshine thing in your bathtub. How, <laughs> Dad? How? Did why do you think I bought a house with three bathrooms? <laughs> um. Yeah. How? I think they have an older friend. There's always that grade yeah. thirteen kid right. who will buy big bear for you. But now he now he'll go to the store. He won't go to the corner. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and with the fentanyl crisis, I guess it's kind of nice to know that you're not going to be getting marijuana with fentanyl in it. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. Like, move on to the next thing. They kind of already have in some places, right? Like, gosh, that that crisis is uh, is growing. So, guys, um, pros and cons aside, I mean, I'm curious. I want to know what you guys think. When you heard that Canada was going to legalize marijuana, what did you think? What was your instinctual response? Yeah, for me it was like, oh, it's a like clearly we were heading that way for a long time. I guess it made sense. I don't know if I'm in favor of it so much as it it makes sense not to criminalize. Like decriminalizing it makes sense to me. Legalizing it maybe that's not much difference. Should the right. government be involved in earning giant tax revenues off of something that arguably has a lot of negative health benefits? I don't I mean, they already do that with alcohol and cigarettes, so I get it, but... Lottery. And lottery. Right. Well, I I just think it... It just... Like, I'm kind of similar to you, where I don't have... I don't feel... I wasn't like, oh, no, this is... Well, society's we talked about downfall. hell last time. I don't think, like, society is going to hell because of this or whatever. But, like, it does, in a way, complicate things. Like, on a personal level, like... When I was younger, like it was easy just to avoid it because it was illegal. And like now that it's not, it's like you have to make a dis. I don't know. It just it's going to put some people in in weird positions. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you would say the fact that it was illegal prevented people, a section of the population, from participating. Well, or even like participating fully, or like. Like there'd be pe- people who try it, but then it doesn't become a habit because it's illegal. It's a, a little more hard dangerous. To get. It's yeah. harder to get. And it's re- you're putting something on the line if you're going to go try to find it as a. So that's the question. Do you guys think that more Canadians will smoke pot after it's after this changes, or do you think that maybe more the will admit they do? I don't know if the numbers will. Actually but actual go up. usage wise, do you think it'll nah, change? There would be people I th- I think who would try it because it's legal. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think so too. But I, yeah, I don't see it being. If I think about my circles and like people I hang out with, like we like things like craft beer. So like some of that crowd might try like instead of going out for a beer, like let's go out for some brownies, right? And like, but I I don't see it taking over from like. Yeah, I don't see people saying, "Oh, that was so great that now I'm gonna that's my thing." Like mm-hmm. that's our hangout all the time. I don't know, maybe. But I just kind of hope it doesn't become, I don't think it will, but like a public thing, you know what I mean? Like on the street, like it, it should, it should still be like an alcoholic. It's got to be in your home or smoking a cigarette. It's got to be. Yeah. I, and th- there's a lot to be decided still, I think yeah. in public. Can you right. do it in a park? Can you do they it out be- on your step? Can you do it at a concert? Can you, I'm assuming the smoking rules still apply. I would, so I would you can't so. smoke it in a building. No. Public building. Hospital. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, I think there's going to be... There aren't going to be public houses for consumption, right, the government yeah. has said. So whether that will change in a couple of years or not. Sorry, they said they would be or would There would be? not be. So not like a bar. Not a bar, not a... Really? A coffee house, I guess they call them. Okay. Hmm. That's what I had just heard on the radio a couple of days ago. Huh. Yeah. Well, it's a new world. I... I we went to Vancouver this this uh, summer, and uh, yeah, we were walking down Broadway. Went to a restaurant that my wife and I on our first date with, uh, on, and right next to it was a dispensary, like a, a store for pot and edibles. And 
And then down the block, another one, and then another one. I think we saw five or six just on Broadway, and I was blown so away. So clearly, like, there's black light covering it, and it's shady, back alley. <laughs> no, they were, like, super clean, <laughs> like, really well-branded stores. And I went in to ask them some questions. The and they police were, knew they were there. Oh, yeah. I, I said, are you guys, is this illegal? And they said, well, he said, they don't bug us. Like, and they're everywhere. And they and they're super nice, and it was clean, and it felt so, it felt kind of like a pharmacy, but a little more laid back, maybe, and younger people working there. <laughs> a little more chill. <laughs> but uh, it was, yeah, totally oh. crazy. I, I'd never seen anything like that. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. When you describe it that way, it makes me think, like, as, like, pharmacy and, like, I mean, marijuana is, like, medical as well. Mm -hmm. So, like, how is it different from going to, like, a a pharmacy and getting, like, T3s and hanging out and... Well, I think that's the big difference. You don't... You can't legally do that. Like, we're not going to all find our favorite prescription pills and sit around and... Some people do that, I'm sure, but well, in a lot of a lot of states, I think 25 states, it's medical marijuana is legal. Like yeah. you can get a prescription, right. you can yeah, and that makes and sense. And you wouldn't smoke it. that, I'm assuming. It's a an oil, can do oil it or ways. an ointment or a, different ways, yeah, yeah. But then what's the to me? It's like that doesn't sound appealing to me. Like, mm-hmm. but like I'm picturing the advent calendar that comes out with 24 <laughs> different kinds of. <laughs> Edibles? Yeah, edibles and pot that's been grown in different regions of Canada. Yeah. That'll be the yeah. hottest uh, well, seller. It's, it's going to be marketing, right? Like, oh, Maybe man. we should get in on that. Why are we doing a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing that I, I've been reading a lot about, or I have read a lot about in the past, is, is the frustration a lot of people have with the lack of research because it's not been allowed for so long. Right. So a lot of questions we have about medical. Like med- we're know. talking like double blind studies on the use of marijuana? Sure. Or, or the possible benefits, whatever. Like they, because it's been illegal, really? wow. a lot of people are frustrated yeah. by the lack of data. Because don't we, we have like more... those studies on like LSD and heroin and everything? Sure, sure. There's some, yeah. But, but marijuana, there hasn't been much. And so you see some YouTube videos of a kid who has seizures every 10 minutes and his parents, you know, THC is administered. It's, it's whatever. It's not a smoking weed, but you know what I mean? And and the seizures go away, and they claim it's this miracle, and you think, and you really want to believe that, right? And it's like I can't believe we didn't know this until now. But then, of course, there's no science; like it's just anecdotal. And it would be nice if we had some more data on this. It does seem, and a lot of people have done a lot of work in this area, that there's something about it that big business, in some way, has kept down and made illegal, and like conspiratorial. Even there, there seems to be something there with hemp and with. Just making something that kind of does seem innocuous. Something is weird there. There's something's something weird. There. Something's off. Right. Yeah. Like it does seem like the least bad of the things you could do. If you if you look at like the prescription drug rates in North America and the kinds of drugs you're putting into people and kids. Yeah. You know, and compare that to marijuana as a, you know, it, it seems like we're a little bit hypocritical in some ways, you know? Yeah. And so why? Why is that? You know? Yeah. Well, I still don't like. I still don't really see the knowing that it's there's not a lot of data about it. Like, I still don't really see the appeal for, um, for like. I guess it's a different way to have a a high. Like, but like, well, a lot of older people, I I I I feel like you know, it gives them an appetite. Helps them sleep, glaucoma, like. But then that's like medical, like that. Right, but. I think it increases your ability to listen to Jimmy Buffett. (laughs) Incrementally. I think, yeah, there's, we've talked a lot about in what ways do we see society changing, accepting, maybe being opposed to it. Is there anything personally that you, you would maybe be excited about or struggle with when you think about the legalization of marijuana? Well, I just think, like, as, as a Christian, it's going to put, put me into some interesting positions, like, or and maybe not even just me, but other other Christians too, on a personal level, um, because it is now something that could be divisive, right? Like their their whole life they viewed it as a sin, 
And now, even if it's legalized, some people will still view it that way. So now, is it like, does it, like how much do you consider others when you're making decisions, mm. right? Like we have individual rights to say things and do things um, like that are legal, but they can offend people or change the way people view us. And I think now this becomes one of those things where I may not have a personal issue with it, but like others around me may view me as like a sinner, right? And even if I disagree with that, is it worth it? Is a question that I have, I guess. I think that's a good question. Even to be aware of that that's right, like a that possibility. Like, is it something that I want so badly or that like is so new and different that I'm worth, like that's worth even having that conversation with people? Right, and I think there can be things that are legal or illegal that we don't typically allow the government to... Well, I don't anyway. I won't speak on your guys' behalf, but to to set my morality, like that isn't the government's job, I don't think. Is this one of those things that that could kind of get just a gray area where kids go, oh, yeah, it's, it's legal, so it's also acceptable. When alcohol has the same kind of... Like if you were surrounded by people who were hurt by alcohol or mm-hmm. um, have really strong moral like views on it. Like I'm willing to, to not have alcohol in those settings right? Um, yeah. to avoid offending them or, or tempting change, or tempting them or changing the way they view, view me. Yeah. So yeah. I'm curious what addicts think about hmm. what would an AA meeting <laughs> kind of say about the legalization? Would they be concerned or? Yeah, I guess the other side, for me, it's a little bit more like if alcohol is legal, then so should pot. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's yeah. pretty in my head, it's like that's as easy as it comes down to. Yeah. And, and if you have a problem with marijuana, then you should be campaigning for making alcohol illegal too. And, and there probably are those it, people. Sure, sure. We should make it all illegal. We call them the non hypocrites. Right. Exactly. <laughs> they just tell it like it is. But so to me, like, I, I think that this will come and go and I don't think it'll be a huge thing. Right. There'll be an adjustment period, but I think in 10 years we'll look back and think, yeah, you know, we are pretty much there anyway. But when I think about these arguments, it's just like, Hey man, if you, if you think pot should be illegal, then there's no way alcohol should be legal either. I see that adjustment period as just like a lot of ponchos, Bermuda shorts (laughs) and I can Dorito sales out of storage. And like, how do you listen to fish? Finally, (laughs) you enjoy myself. Like no one likes that, that music, but me, but (laughs) <laughs> Did I tell you guys I went down to see fish in Seattle no. at the Gorge? You ever been yeah. in the Gorge? Yeah, venue? no, I haven't. I've heard about. And it. my friend, we had a, we had an old Volkswagen hippie van, and my friend had a tie dye T shirt, and we we're driving across the border to see fish. And like, I had a friend with us who I was like, man, we said, do not bring like he we, he smoked pot. We knew that. We're like, if you even, please don't do anything stupid. Like the two of us were super clean cut. We just want to go see the music. Got at the border, and they had us le- get out of the van go into a room individually, each of us, into like a Whoa. little room while they searched the whole van. Yeah. And uh, we came back and our stuff was all over the place and they said, okay, you can go. And we just put all our crap <laughs> we, back. We got your pot. You can I go. was like, I was thro- almost throwing up how scared I was. No kidding. Like, mm-hmm. Especially with American police officers. Yeah. Well, and this was, what was this? This would have been 2003. So yeah, definitely after their security tightened up, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, a little aside. That's a good mm-hmm. aside. Yeah. I'm sure they pulled you Why over because you, you were in a Volkswagen. Just wear a yeah, regular just, t-shirt. <laughs> well, Why it was a fish you, concert. I, I guess. Mean. Yeah. It was a sweet concert. Yeah. Just doing a little quick Bible search. Psalm 104 verse 14 says that God has given wine to gladden the heart of man, which is kind of a cool verse. Clearly the Bible, I think, lays out the dangers of drunkenness and the condemnation of that. Uh, but even Jesus' first miracle at Canaan, the wedding, turning water into wine and using that kind of as a metaphor for the richness of his kingdom and kind of what he was about to do, unleashing kind of this closeness to God and kingdom of God. There's a reason he picked alcohol to do that through, I think. Right. Maybe I'm reading way too much into that. But there's people who will even say, ah, there, it wasn't alcoholic wine. I think that's totally lame. 
Yeah. I think for sure it was. And there's like, like alcohol is a gift, I think, and it's to be used carefully, but right. I, I don't get the same feeling with drugs and marijuana, well, and but in some ways making the comparison between alcohol and marijuana is, is a good comparison. But in that case, like biblically, I, I think it can be dangerous because the Bible says nothing about, well, as far as I know, like about marijuana. It, it talks about plants and God gives us everything in the Garden of Eden and you can make that, make that leap. But um, yeah, like the Bible is pretty clear about some, some sins, like um, submit to authority. So like when something is illegal, like it's like we should avoid it. You know you're not to do it. Right. Yeah. And uh, even if you personally disagree with it, like we're called to, yeah, um, obey. Um, but then, yeah, so if, should we as Christians support another substance that leads to temptation and can be abused and lead to debauchery and lead to even slothfulness, like, um, yeah, and I mean, there's other things you could say. So many things lead to, to sin. Like, but it, should we make more of these things available, or should we support those decisions? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't think I differentiate, like you said, Chris, about um, the Bible talking about wine. It doesn't talk about drugs and marijuana. So it's, it's yeah. I, I, my my opinion is I I I wouldn't see the split there as much. Okay. I could I could see wine as more of a. Um, the general, yeah, you know, spirit maybe, not spirits. Well, spirits maybe too. But anyway, that, that, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I, that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't separate I, it completely. Right. Um, yeah, but also like as a Christian, like you know, a, a lot of people I know are Christians who won't drink alcohol. They're against alcohol. Um, they're not fighting to make it illegal, but they just that's their decision, yeah, and they won't right. go there. And well, could that be enough, right? For same thing with marijuana. Same thing. I, I, yes, it's illegal, but I, I am not going to tempt myself with that. Um, and yeah. you know some of the negative effects of marijuana aren't nearly as bad as the negative effects of alcohol. Right. right. From, well, I, I agree with that. I think that there's an argument there, but I, I agree with that for sure. Yeah. yeah. I've listened to some podcasts and and done a little bit of reading on on the comparison, and I kind of went into it thinking like, oh, this is going to make me pro marijuana, and it, I mean, com- comparatively, it, it kind of did. But really, what I came out of that thinking was like, we should make alcohol legal. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so like, well, it's done a lot of harm, no question about it. So yeah. you're on Justin Trudeau's inner circle. You're in his cabinet. He comes to you and says, "Hey, I'm rethinking this decision. July first, what should I do?" Hmm. Uh, I say, I say, do it. Toker up. I say, <laughs> JT. I say, do it. Just do it. It's like a band aid. Just do it. Yeah. That's what I say. Challenge me, guys. What do you say? Well, yeah, I I don't know if I'm gonna challenge because I don't know what I would say, but I don't know if I would. Yeah, it's so so complex, right? Like, because their decision isn't based on personal, like it's it's policy. It's they're considering other. I think things, it's financial. Right? Like financial. It's, yeah. Well, don't forget, um, there's a lot of prominent law enforcement officers, medical professionals who are behind this decision too. It's yeah, not, it's not totally. just a. But would you say like, like without, without question, or like, is there a split on that? I have no idea. I yeah, there's. It's not unanimous, and I think even the ones that are pro are very cautious. But I still think the general consensus but they're among kind professionals of saying, is like it's not. We're wasting time and money criminalizing it's time it. To be we're yeah, forward right. thinking. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think so. I think in that situation, I'd probably be similar to you, Graham. But on a per like, it just makes yeah, like on a personal level, things a little more complex. Like it's just another another thing that we have to like. It makes I don't know those conversations with students and our kids a little more complex, and that's Mm -hmm. not necessarily bad. Like it's conversations we should have. Yeah. And I, from what I've read, like and heard, like I'm not afraid of no the casual use of marijuana. Like. No, me either. Like it's parents, yeah. uh, those two parents out there who are listening to this, please talk about it with your kids. Like, right? Well, and, and we we, we don't anyway, mind doing right? that either. It's but it's not like we wouldn't have before it was no right, right? Like it's it's not a shouldn't it's be a great a thing to talk about. Um, and maybe you were scared to talk about. It. This gives you an in. Hey, it's going to yeah, be legal. That's true. It's going to be legal by your birthday. What's yeah? 
So we'll right. we'll record a special episode of our podcast the day after it's it's uh, legalized. Um, Man, I'm gonna be wrecked. I don't know if I'm gonna. <laughs> it's gonna be a tough one to get through. I think. <laughs> It's going to sound like our first attempt at the introduction, yeah, which, well, which maybe we'll play a little a bit lot of at the beginning or at the end of this episode. Well, speaking of uh, of confessing things, we should confess some things. Yeah. What do you guys think? Whew. Kind of gotten our, our main topic out of the way here. And uh, right. I think it's about time that the Harmonious Gentlemen confess something. Let's get something off your chest. All right, welcome to Confessions. This is um, this is now our, our our a regular I think segment on our show where we confess something to each other. Last time was a great success. I feel so charges good. charges pending, but I'm still um, in trouble at home. It's yeah, been you two months. You went over the top. My wife was laughing so hard at that. Like, <laughs> oh, like you watch wrestling? Who cares? Like, well, yeah, that's what my wife said too you. about your segment. By the way, guys, I haven't watched wrestling since. Just so you know, just mm-hmm. so you know, Proud I kind of want to. Uh, guys, I'll start Confessions this week and. Uh, and you kind of know this has been happening this week, but you know, I'm on Twitter. We're all on Twitter. We keep it safe. We don't really go out there. We don't engage in a lot of the ridiculous battles with angry people, Twitter, nope. Russian nope. bots, keep whatever. But a few months back, I did open up a second account. I started just going hog wild, just ripping it at people, up, you know, <laughs> liking things like crazy, engaging in arguments, you know, just like feeling alive. Like I was just could take on the world. <laughs> was this like cathartic for you? Oh, it was, but then it very quickly turns on you and becomes painful and embarrassing. And and I think it lasted two or three days the first time and I had to delete it completely. I felt sick like about some of the things. I feel like this is a legit confession to us because I remember you saying you were taking a break from Twitter. I, and I did. Right. I took a quite a long <laughs> one. Twitter was off my phone for like a month. Okay. Was that before or after this? That was after this first time. Oh, okay. But I had started... Okay, this is... I'll go quick. You know, remember George John Malambolis when he was on Hawking in Canada? He used to right. wave his hands around like crazy. Yeah. It was really annoying. So I had a Twitter handle called... Uh, related to him, okay? <laughs> was it called George's Hands? Uh, well, if I tell you that, you'll be able to find it. Um, anyway, <laughs> I started this account, this parody account. Uh, it got, I didn't use it for a long time. Then I used it. It got shut down. Anyway, I got an email last week saying, hey, your account's back and working. And I was like, oh, man, okay. I'm diving back in. Temptation. Because I had this extra Temptation. account now, right? And I was tempted into it, guys. And I got to confess, like, I dove in again. This time I wasn't as mean, though. But I've been online the last couple of days just... Can you give us some examples? Well, I don't really want to, Tyler. Um, <laughs> hey, man, you're half confessed. You may as well yeah. just go all the way. I've, I'm tell- either this either read huge, some right? examples or like, give okay, us don't the, pick give the us worst the one, but just give us an no, example. No, like you know, like a, a lot of them are just like snarky, kind of like left wingish, kind of just being a tool, right? Like it's just like easy targets, right? But like I mean, it's very possible you're just replying to like a Russian bot. I'm fully aware of that. Okay. And actually oftentimes <laughs> if you're on these these reply chains and you and you look at the person, they, it says Moscow Russia right in their handle. Like you can actually see that. <laughs> but anyway, I just feel bad because this is like this is this is just a temptation. It's like the worst parts of me coming out. It's not constructive. I know it's I'm doing it. I know it's not constructive. My wife is telling me to stop doing it. And I, it's really hard not to. And and I really get, I, mean, I look at these teenagers that we teach on their Snapchat, and I'm like, well, you guys are obsessed with this, and your likes, and you're all this. I, I get it. Like, you totally get that, like, little dopamine, just like, poof, rush. A little squirt when that right? totally. little heart when your turns phone red. beeps and someone likes something you wrote, like, you just want to go again. Well, you're probably getting way more likes on those tweets than your <laughs> regular Way profile. more. Well, I don't really yeah. tweet on my regular one very much, but way more. And it's easy. I was at the gym. I tweeted something in the morning. And while I worked out, I got like, you know, whatever it was, dozens and dozens of, of, of comments and stuff and likes. It was addictive. I kept stopping my workout to read it. So it's a big confession and I have to stop. And uh, as of tonight, after this podcast, I'm going to delete the account off my phone. Whoa. That's mm-hmm. what I'm going to do. It was like, you know we're going to ask you about it next podcast. Uh, totally. And I'm going to okay. do it. I'm doing it after this podcast. Yeah, this is about accountability. Yeah. That's why I'm doing this, boys. <laughs> Confessions. So it's, now it's, our accountability section. I, I, I dove in and I shouldn't have. It huh. was distracting. And uh, and it really, man, it caters to the worst parts of you, though. You yeah. Know? It yeah. really does. And uh, yeah. So that's my confession. And after this thing is over, we're taking it off. Do you feel <laughs> like you, you changed some hearts, though? Or converted some neocons? <laughs> You know, it's funny. At first, you feel like that's what you're going to do. You're going to actually yeah. engage in conversation. That is not the way to do it. You can't. You can't. Right. 
And actually, as a representative of a harmonious gentleman, exactly the, <laughs> the opposite of what we're doing oh here. Oh my gosh, it's just not. You know, you ever get? It doesn't work though, right? Like you think it might. It doesn't. It's it's yeah. it's like a drug. Where at first you're like, this gives me something, and then it takes over, and and it's taking something from you every huh. time. I like how you tied right. that to our yeah, big concept. Good, good job. And yeah. that actually ties into mine too, because I'm yeah. going to confess um, to an addiction. Huh. Um, to jube jubes, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like oh, I, this is, this is confession like, time. No, I mean, it may not sound that bad at this point. Where you're but, going with that? Um, <laughs> I uh, on my commute, I drive past numerous places where I can get. Well, I'm also kind of addicted to coffee, but I'm not. That's not what this confession is about. But um, lots of coffee shops and lots of places where I can um, score some sweet jube jubes. And sometimes I'll buy a bag and then on the north end of Red Deer and I'll be, be done it by Black Falls. And then... Like we're talking like a little five or six jube jubes? No, like... Seven? If the, the recommended, <laughs> I, and I know the recommended uh, serving is eight jube jubes. <laughs> and uh, I think the bags I get usually have about 80, 80 or so. So I guess what I'm confessing to you that is that sometimes I, uh, on the highway will have to dump the remaining bag of jujubes, like whatever's left. And usually it's only a couple, just like on the highway, because I cannot stop eating them. What? Wow. But that's... So you it's, said, so, said 80? Well, I, that's, a, that's an estimate. You, yeah. But it's it's like a $2 bag or a $3 bag. Yeah. Do you feel sick um, after you've eaten them? Yeah, and that's... I can't stop myself. Like, I feel... Wow, really? I feel sick, and I can't stop grabbing them. I'm like, oh, I'll save them in the glove box for tomorrow or another time when it's more appropriate and I just can't stop. So sometimes, and like, I guess that part is showing some self-control, but the sin is the gluttony and the yeah. wastefulness of Don't forget money the littering. And health and the littering. <laughs> yeah, so right. it's a, a trifecta. That's interesting. So like, it's, it's, so with that, Tyler, like I, I think about like the act of actually pulling over and going into the store, that's the step you need to take, right? Like you right. could. Yeah. At that point I can't stop myself. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But it's and is once, the lady at the counter just like, hey, Tyler, we got your regular order ready for you? Yeah. Like we just have a little <laughs> hand signal and she passes the baggie to me. And So is this something that um, do you kind of get better at times and kind of yeah, get back into totally, it? Totally. For sure. Yeah. Like this isn't a, it's, so when I say I'm addicted, I guess I go through binge and, and purge cycles. Mm-hmm. Would you say you have triggers? Uh, yeah. Like if I'm driving home. <laughs> <laughs> I get in my car. Yeah. <laughs> Glucose um, levels low. Yeah, I, if I if I'm I'm kind of all or nothing when it comes to health. Like if I'm if I'm going to the gym and eating healthy, then yeah. that temptation isn't really there. But if I'm tired or like, and not tired from working out, but tired from just being lazy or eating bad throughout the day, then that's when those things. It's probably a good study that shows how your own levels of resistance are lowered when you're right. tired and lazy too yeah yeah well that's yeah that's a good confession Ty. that's tough hmm. yeah. also like jube jubes really like, would it work for like gummy worms or cola bottles no. or it's got to be no. jube jubes jube jubes and like like i could Gum tell drops. you where to score the best jube jubes in red deer what's like, the best brand <laughs> Oh, um, this was going to be my recommendation, actually. <laughs> it was. I was going to say. Um, surprisingly, like the Seven Eleven small bag is is pretty good. Seven Eleven brand. Yeah. Um, really? The Walmart brand is no good. The shocker. Um, oh, there's another really bad one, but yeah, I've tried tried a bunch. Tried them all. Really? Like Dare Jubes are really good, but they only sell the really big bag, which. So they're daring, Another comp- yeah. I have eaten one of those on a drive too, <laughs> really? but that was from La Crete, which was like a nine hour drive. Yeah. So that was and colors doesn't matter. Like you don't throw out the black ah, ones. I'll eat them all. Huh? Yeah. And do you put more than one in your mouth at a time? Oh yeah. Yeah. Three or four. You just cram them in there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Wow. This is the eye opening experience. Like I, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you sure work your butt up at the gym, Ty. Like you, you, you and know, like I, I said, it's on the days that I don't. Right. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Hey, how that works. Yeah. Yeah. I do have moments like what you just described at home before Heidi gets home on the couch with chips. Yeah, I could see that with right. chips. And there's like chips the family all over bag. my shirt and I'm just like <laughs> stuffing handfuls in, in you know, eating a Have bag. you done the vacuum? Like the Oh of course. Oh <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Time. That's uh, feels good. Got it out there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know really what I'm confessing to. You guys can kind of help me <laughs> figure that out. It's more of a story, and then it, <laughs> I'll just tell you. You tell me if it's a confession. Um, not too many years ago, like maybe five or six, a guy in my church came up to me and said, "I want to apologize." Um, for something that happened 15 years ago, I was calling you, and he used a derogatory term uh, towards me. I was telling other people that because of that pair of <laughs> <laughs> leather pants <laughs> that you wore, <laughs> that you owned and wore. So I guess I'm confessing that I used to own a pair of leather pants. And I. <laughs> <laughs> So a fashion crime. The confession might be that I thought they were cool. <laughs> <laughs> were they buttless the chaps? They weren't buttless chaps, but <laughs> I could have turned them into that. They were actually a pair of <laughs> jeans, but the the front panels were leather. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, I think what makes it worse is a friend <laughs> had purchased them when he went to California as a teenager and wore them and realized he didn't think they were cool. <laughs> <laughs> but he sold them to me. And I, I don't know why I thought they were cool. But anyways, this fella told me, hey, I thought you were a homo for wearing those. Yeah. And that didn't help either because I thought he was a nice guy. And then he confesses and gets that off his chest. So he did, he confessed. He confesses to me that I thought you were a loser for wearing them. Wow. And that just made me think he was a jerk. And then I asked Shanna, were, the, were those bands as bad as, I, as he said? And they... Turns out they were. <laughs> please, please, I don't tell know why. Us, you still have those pants. I've got to look. Maybe I do. Because if you do, we're putting that on our Twitter, Instagram. We are yeah, putting Instagram, that up. The leather, the leather that's, pants. What's that noise? That's my my Roomba vacuum is about to go. Oh, off. sweet! This is a sweet house. Yeah. So, um, confessing that I thought leather front jeans were cool. Oh man! Like and clearly they're that's not. That's the worst confessions I've heard yet. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> that's awesome, Chris. All right, thanks for sharing that. I think that's all we have for confessions. Well, I uh, I've been thinking a little bit more about mine, and I feel like I need to be be a little more honest. Um, I am addicted, but um, it's not to jube jubes. It's actually to to marijuana. I've huh. been. Yeah, just every day, day and night, I just need the doobie. You've been listening to Harmonious Gentleman. If you want to get a hold of us, you can contact us on Gmail, harmoniousgentleman at gmail.com, or check us out on Instagram or Twitter, at harmoniousgents. Yeah, thanks to Blind Man for providing beverages and, yeah, just being cool. And to the captains for this fine recording space. We'll see you next time on episode four. Thanks for listening. Your feedback is always welcomed. We'll see you next time on Harmonious Harmonious Gentlemen. gentlemen. (laughs) All right, let's go smoke up. (laughs) (laughs) Harmonious Gentlemen.